0: Some of my people's one time. What up, what up, what up, what up? You back with Across the Intersection Podcast. For those of you who've still been rocking, this is actually disc two. Yep, yep. We're doing a double CD jump this week because um, we really, you know, the discussion was really, you know, really heavy and we felt like we wanted to keep going for a little bit more. So, um, if you are just listening, I would encourage you to go back and listen to disc one first. Um, I'm dating myself now. I know these young people are <laughs> like, disc? What is but this that? Is,
1: but this is episode four, so we need to make mm-hmm. it clear. Episode four is broken up yeah, into two this parts. Is episode
0: four, disc two. All right? Um, so we may, we may reference some things from disc one. I would encourage you to go back and listen um, before you get in. But we're just going to keep the conversation rolling. So A brought up a point about the fact that when people say the word church, mm-hmm. when, you know, even just the, the three of us sitting here say church, it's probably three different perspectives that we're thinking about when we say that word.
2: Yeah, uh, I wanted to get, I just was responding on the idea of um, uh, when people go to other um, uh, uh religions or belief systems uh you know subscribe to these other doctrines rather yeah i like saying that um or expressions of faith as opposed to like the church and the, uh the comment of there are conscious people within the church um and i want to use the term church as opposed to body of christ even though i could go into the whole body of christ thing too but okay um the i wanted to say like i think that the reason the reason why a lot of people don't necessarily see that in the church is because the church, again, um, I, 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 the church is not configured for that kind of thought to exist, uh, or certainly not to be put on display and to be encouraged, and when I say the church, I'm not talking about the biblical church and church of the Bible and how what it actually says about the church when you read the scriptures for yourself. I'm talking about the church as we understand it culturally, the church as we understand it as the, the, the institution. The, the institution, of, yeah. the business entity, the tax entity that you file and is recognized oh, by yeah. the United States. I like to say that because it's inarguable. Oh yeah, when they he, use that term. Last church. night
0: Rasul made a statement that I thought about that when he said it he said is what we do is we go into a partnership with the state. I don't know if you remember that he's like it's like a partnership with the state to practice my religion. Very right. dangerous. Very, very I,
2: dangerous. I love that he broke that down. Yeah. Because th- that that's not ever broken down. It's just, you know, it it's just this thing kind of taking... uh uh is it, it, taken without any kind of question. Like, we don't understand. Well, why is there favoritism when you write, you know, when you give to your church that you can claim it on your taxes? Like, that's you, that dishonest
0: very, presentation.
2: Very, very few people actually try, actually make the connection. Like, well, why is that the case? Well, the reason you know?
1: people don't question it is when you give some people what is considered to be a benefit. No, they're not going to question it. Right. Yeah, so there are churches true. that are saying, "Wait a second! So we don't have to file taxes, but we could still collect money for the purpose of our ministry." Yes, we're going to jump on top of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so now now um, when you think about the the environment of uh, the I church, for, we,
0: we, we piss people off.
2: First of, all, first of all, first of all, first of all, the hoodwink took place, right? So now when you go into a church, when you go again into a church, now we're talking building. So there's yeah, another the definition, yeah, right? An actual physical building which the Bible doesn't talk about as the church. We are we 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 are taught that from from an early age to go into a church. So now a hoodwink just took place. So now we look at the church as the building. We also sort of look at the church as the people. But then we also, if we want to get into ministry, we look at the church as this business relationship with the with the state and uh, 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 how the order of events that take place in just about 99 percent of churches is a order of events that is uh, centered around a lecture. First, there is a, uh, first, what happens when you go into about 99% of churches is that there is a, uh, there's a subtle brainwashing that takes place, right? You go through these, first of all, you're going through doors, right? And you're going into air quotes, holy place, right? So now right there, there's a part of you that's left outside, right? Then secondly, what happens is is that you are uh, you you start singing songs, right? And so these songs uh, and the way the music is designed is to kind of like exercise you and get all that angst out, right? And get your frustrations out for the week. They don't so say they it that focused way. On the Lord. To get yeah, you, that's
1: to, the, the idea is to to prepare. That's Actually, the, a lot of people will say it's to prepare for the sermon or the lecture that you just an, spoke about.
2: It, absolutely, it's just like. A very you know a good teacher, right? A good teacher. If you go into the classroom, you got the little exercise that happened in the beginning. Hey, everybody, stretch up, do your jumping jacks, and you know all these things. And then you sit down, and then you now are ready to receive uh, a presentation. And so, and that's what takes place in ninety nine percent of these churches. And so, what happens is with this lecture, the lecture again, a lecture is typically one way. There's no room for any kind of questioning. And even when they say, am I right? How many people have you actually say, well, you know what? Actually, you're not right. <laughs> I, I want to see an animation <laughs> on that.
1: I would love to see an
2: animation. I've seen, well,
1: Actually, I do have a question about that verse.
2: It, it, it you know, it doesn't, it, it rarely, rarely happens. It really happens because of the group think the place is designed for you to accept whatever is being told
0: to you. It's it, not the way, I mean, it's not what's being said. I think it's the way that it goes about. Because I think that church is not the only place that that
2: happens. I'm not saying it's the only place that, that it happens. That it ha- what were the other places where you're saying? Think about it. I'm when, trying to figure out where you're going. When,
0: when you go to school, mm-hmm. school is a lecture. You see what I'm saying? So there's so, there's other places where you're so in a similar environment. When you, I'm when
2: you go to school, school is a lecture. However, the... Um, School, school, the, the the goal of school is to get you to think critically. Mm-hmm. That's the goal of school, right? And school is not necessarily forever. School in this country is like 12 years plus four or five or 20 if you get an MD, seven, PhD. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it is to equip you to be able to uh, function independently and be literate in a society, right? But it's not to constantly be under the tutelage of an instructor in perpetuity. Now, well, what you're
0: talking about really is, I mean, and we really about to about get esoteric and, here he's for talking people. about pagan
1: Christianity by Frank Viola, well, as well as other people who have been able to look and I think ultimately what people have been doing, because a lot of people have already turned, attuned us out because it seems to be slamming the church, but what some people who have been thinking critically have done is step back and said, okay, Jesus, modern—they—they've looked at Jesus on one side, and they've looked at modern, um, the way modern people who claim Christ are operating, and they see a chasm. And they go back to the first century, and they make a little comparison, and they say, "Wait a second, those people discipled—they walked with." their converts. There were no steeples that they sat under. They might have, if there was a one-way lecture, that was on, on the Sabbath day when they heard the law, you know, being expressed, but that's pretty much it. Everything else was a fellowship it wasn't just, you know, the one. W- so they pe- people are looking at that demarcation. And I think it's worthy to at least examine that because two millennia of history has passed. And a lot of times we're moving forward without even thinking about it, you know, within the, the context that you're talking about, when there might be nothing that the current church context has in common with the first century.
0: Yeah, no, it's, well, it's, I don't think it's what we're doing. I think it's the way in which like what Avery was just talking about, the way the that structures. we go. Yeah, I can tell you oh, what you did was incorrect, you know, what you did was wrong. Or I can say, God, you're stupid. Why did you – you see, I just did the same thing two different ways. So a lot of times we think that when someone dissects the way in which we present something that they are dissecting what we are presenting. And it's like I'm not dissecting what you are presenting. I'm saying the way in which you go about your presentation is not the most, you know, the, the most excellent way that, well, that you could do it.
2: Did, uh, I mean, I am I am saying that, but I am, I am also saying that people say things that are incorrect. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I, any of us at this table would disagree Not me. with that. i said I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, there's a the term syncretism, right? And so that is when people put in what it is that they believe, their personal beliefs, along with stated truths. Yeah. And, um, when it comes to when it comes to the five hundred one c three nonprofit of the church and fifty two sermons, the the business of this that happens, and it can't be denied that that doesn't happen oh, yeah. because it happens. And so when people uh, uh, say certain things like Jesus, when we know that that name is English yeah. and Greek and appropriated. And that is not the original name of this Messiah that we we're referring to. Yeah. There's no room. Like, why isn't that public educ? isn't that public knowledge? You dig? Like, there's no room. There's no room for that dialogue to take place within the structure uh, of uh, the church that many people know about. So and you're I-
1: saying the people who are on the outside, the people who fall to the to, to being proselytes of these other faith traditions. When they look at the church, they don't see what you're talking about. They don't see people challenging these structures. They don't see people talking about the the distinctions between first-century Christianity and modern Christianity.
2: That's that's part of it. What I'm also saying is what I'm also saying is that I don't think that you should, like, you shouldn't necessarily discount some of the things that they're saying. Because some of the things that they're saying is true. I'm yeah. not saying everything is true. Yeah. But what I'm also saying is on the flip side, a lot of things that we say are, is not true, It's false. Mm-hmm. And there's no, the, 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 the thing that they have that, that that the church doesn't is a space to challenge and to dialogue.
1: Well, actually, I don't, you know, I I would challenge what you just said, because I don't know that once the proselyte goes into the Hebrew Israelite camp or goes to, you know, the kingdom hall or goes to whatever this other group is. I don't know if they themselves are not then um, programmed, just like they claim that they would have been programmed if they had come to the church.
2: That also makes the assumption that they stay. Okay. Because as like, like people, people explore and people just want to seek the truth, okay. and so um, you know it's not necessarily like like a bloods versus Crips kind of situation. It doesn't have to be that way, um, but you know we kind of boil it down to that. And every a lot of people, a lot of people are vying for numbers. That I will agree with you, but I don't think that we're or you know the the space of Christianity is any different when it comes to that everybody thinks that they have the truth right no but I really got the truth that's yeah. everybody so many people you know are like that and I think that we or you know I'm identifying myself with the um the Christian bucket yeah uh, we don't by and large have a space uh, for the for that kind of education or dialogue or freedom to take place and so because and going back in the green which you Earlier, the, because we don't allow for that, you know, that gives other people an opportunity. I mean, when you talk about the Hebrew Israelites and this idea of uh, the twelve tribes of Israel, right? By the way, there are different kinds of Hebrew Israelites. As oh, I'm yes, sure you no know no doubt, no doubt. But, but for the mainstream Power Ranger ones that you're talking about, it's like, you know, when you say that, when you say that uh, 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 the Hebrews were enslaved. And it's in the Bible in Exodus. And then you say blacks were enslaved, and it's a historical fact. And, you know, enslaved for 400 years. We were in the United States, thereabouts, 400 years. But not just the United States, slavery happened you know, all in the
1: Western Hemisphere. One, the
2: Western Hemisphere, exactly. Right? For 400 years or thereabouts. There's a lot of parallel. There's a lot of par- parallel to that, so you take that and then you build a story around it. You dig? It's like it's not. It's not. I mean, it's relevant, you know. And so I just think that there there needs to be space, you know, for just the, the just the argument of you know, were Egyptians white or were Egyptians black, like. We have actually we, we have a zero about zero bit of education and you know in regard to even where Israel is or where Jerusalem is or mm-hmm. we don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. So I how come if we're supposed to be the arbiters of this information, how come we don't know? How come we can't explain that kind of stuff? And why do
1: stuff? not why don't we set up structures besides on an individual level, which I'm sure that all of us do, but on, you know, a on, a on a more broad level where these things can be discussed, Absolutely. where if I walk up to someone, you know, every, I don't, one thing about me over the course, especially recently, is that I'm open to, to explore yeah. the claims of various um, uh, other people. And, you know, but I also know that there's some people that I can talk about that too. And some people that I can't, because if you are stuck in a box and somebody says to you, You know, for example, the Sabbath is Saturday. Now, mind you, everybody should know that, you know, the last day of the week is the Sabbath, as an example. Um, There are some people who would, who, who, would, who would respond in a certain way to even that, which is basic. Which is basic. We, we, that's to a that. basic thing. You know, Sunday, the first day of the week, you know, yes, it, it was talked about. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It was talked about in scripture as a time when they counted money. I'm not so that, saying it
2: know. moved to Sunday. I'm saying that's what people's that's argument what people would think. be because yeah. we're raised to worship on Sunday.
1: Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so, uh-huh. you know, instead of realizing that it's um, Sunday is mentioned in scripture, you know, as a time of counting money, that's because you don't do counting money on the Sabbath, you know? So there's just, it, but what I'm saying is that, is there a space within what we express right now as the body of Christ to have those discussions? Or is, there is does it turn into it. a debate where when you bring these things to people, the only thing they do is that they have, it's not, a, oh, let's look down, let, let's look at st- and study this. Or, you know, but instead of saying, well, let's look and, and explore, it's, no, let's talk about how to combat what it is that you just said.
0: I think there is a space for it. <clears throat> Um, it's just not in any institution, uh, you know, you have to look at the, you have to look at the base of any institution, the base of any institution. This is not just a religious institution, any institution, the base of it is they will do what needs to be done to keep the institution going. That is the core of any institution. If you don't believe me, do some research on what institutions are and how they work. Whether it's religious, whether it is governmental, judicial, any financial, any institution, the core of it is to keep the institution going, educational institutions, whatever. So what we're looking at is an institution and a religious institution at its core, don't get it flipped. The reason there is a chasm between biblical reality, biblical truth, whatever, and what we look around and see today is because what we see today is an institution that has to keep itself functioning. And in order to keep itself functioning, the chasm must exist. So what we have to be willing to do is cross the chasm. Now, if I cross that chasm What that means is, I'm going to let you know what that means is because I've crossed that chasm. Yeah. What crossing that chasm means is I'm going to probably lose position. I'm going to probably lose friends. I'm going to probably lose title. I'm going to probably lose some things that I would gain from remaining in the institution. right? And if
1: your livelihood was connected to If my livelihood
0: is connected, I may lose that. Listen, if I'm in college and I realize I want to get some other knowledge outside of college, I'm going to forfeit my degree. University of Maryland is not going to give me my degree if I leave the institution. I have to remain in the institution to get that bachelor's degree, to get that master's degree. So when we decide to cross that chasm, we have to be willing to forfeit some things. So the chasm exists, and just similar to what we were talking about in disc one, um, about when we see an offense, right, and we just leave it simmering and hoping that it goes away, it doesn't go away. So we see the chasm. And we know it's there and we can assume, you know, that if I leave it, just don't mention it, it will go away. But at some point I come to the edge. I come to the edge and I'm at that chasm. And so we have to be willing to cross it. Um, I think that the problem with people not, you know, like what you're saying, the the why they don't know these things and why they haven't been conscious enough to think and explore and examine is a couple reasons. I think reason number one is that in any church, you may you may email me after this and say, Amadi, you're a liar, you're a heretic, whatever. I have to put in a glass ceiling. If I'm a church leader, I have to put in a glass ceiling.
1: Consciously or unconsciously?
0: I think unconsciously at first, but once I realize... What the glass ceiling does, I have to consciously reinforce it.
1: Yeah, I just I just don't believe that most church leaders are heretics. Uh, not not heretics are charlatans in that way. So that's why I'm thinking, you know, when we when these structures are are created, well, let me, let me the person elaborate. isn't deliberately saying, "Let me see how I can stay in power." Well, no,
0: this is not any personal attack on anybody. Again, this is I'm yeah. talking about the institution. Um, you know so I hope no one takes these things personally because this I I know a lot of good brothers who pastor and do all that stuff and this is no personal attack on anybody I was an elder in a church myself I'm th- this is no personal attack it's like if I build a house there are just certain things I have to build I should say laws. yeah there's just certain things I have to follow if I'm gonna build this house God I'm gonna, you know yeah mm-hmm. um and so if an institution, whether we call it by a bunch of different names, right? Because I I heard somebody break this down one time, uh, a very wise guy named Sam Sam Solon. He said, you know, the church has changed names, many different iterations through the centuries, right? But the structure never changed. You know, when when we since go Constantine. from yeah, yeah, since Constantine, since the Edict of Milan, right? The structure has never changed. We just don't call them priests anymore. We just call them pastors and all. But the the entire structure is still the same. The separation of laity and the um, clergy. the clergy.
1: The front-facing congregation.
0: The, so that structure, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that institution, that glass ceiling to say, you can see outside of this place, but you'll never actually get Outside of this place, because if you get outside this place, again, the institution will dissolve. That's why even colleges—think about it. If I'm an if I'm a university, I'm only gonna offer you a major in what I think will benefit this institution, because the the college has to continue to go. If 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 people aren't graduating, the college will dissolve. That's
2: very good. And and so I'll offer a major to an industry that's not popping. Or is irrelevant, or is constantly changing, like technology, and I can't keep up. But I'll continue to offer it because I know that people will major
0: in it. Well major in it exactly. So we we have to we have to realize that these things are exist and are in place, and be willing to be honest enough to at least talk about it.
1: Well, you know what you're talking about honesty, but you know, honest honestly, I think there are a lot of people listening who what you just said has never even enter the orbit of their mind, that where they go twice a week or every, every week is actually a structured organization that's existed since 300 AD and hasn't changed and isn't necessarily something that people from the first century would even would, would even be able to identify with sort of the walking, talking, interacting you know, um, Christianity that existed then. No, because when you're born into this particular structure, this has become normative to your mind. And, and, and if something outside of it happens, oh, that's crazy. Or, or if somebody speaks and makes a critique, oh, you're being, you know, a hater or you're, or whatever other word might be, heretic or some other kind of word. So it's, it's interesting that we're bringing this up because that might answer my, er, my earlier question or Avery's earlier question or uh, suggestion that some people, you know, just haven't even addressed this. Well, the reason is because this has become normative to them.
0: Yeah, like um, imagine if you're driving a a really fancy car, right, a Tesla, but the outside of your car is keyed up. You won't know it's keyed up because you're inside the car. For as nice as it is, you can't see that somebody has keyed the side of your car. It takes someone outside the car to say, hey, it's a real nice car, but you know the whole left side is keyed up.
1: And would it make sense for the driver to get angry at the person who's making this observation?
0: Or stop the car get out the car and observe the situation, observe the circumstance. So we have to be willing to step outside and be safe, you know, be grounded enough to be able to step outside the institution and examine it for what it is. Like, you know, that, that takes a certain kind of individual because if you're scared that if I step outside and examine it, I may lose my faith or lose my Christianity or something, then you're never going to do that. You're going you're, you're gonna to put on blinders to these things. And so what, what you have is the vast majority of people who just put blinders on. Yo, AJ, you tripping. Ain't nothing wrong with the church. Something's wrong with you. When in actuality, the context in which God chose to disseminate eternal truth, right, was never an institution. It was always a family. It was, ne- what, there's a reason that Paul and John and these guys in the New Testament talk the way they talk. When not in the, I'm re- when you read the epistles, Paul, the, the language he uses, he says, yo, should I come to you like a father with a stick? Mm-hmm. When John talks in the epistles, yo, I'm coming to you, my loving children, would you, he, they, they use certain words, they, they use language that is a very familiar language. It's not a formal language. It's not the language that you find in church. The formality of things, my pastor, the leadership team, the, bo- hey, pastor's a function, pastor's a gift and a grace, but it is not who I am. It is not who I identify at, right? My name is Amadi People call me AJ, like, so if I'm going to entreat you, I'm going to entreat you like a brother, like a father, but I'm going to use family terms, because that is the terminology of the New Testament. You don't even find disciple after Acts. That because they transition from disciple into a much more intimate relationship. So that's why when Paul talks about Timothy, he'd be like, yo, Timothy became my son in the gospel. He didn't start out as my son. He probably was discipled by Paul, right? And Paul walked with him, but their relationship got to the point where it was like, yo, me and this cat are like family, Like, but we use those terms. This is my brother in Christ, in Christ. I'm using air
1: quotes.
0: (laughs) This is my sister in Christ. But we don't really walk that out. Why? Because the institution has put these compartments, these, you know, walls have been built. These compartments have been built. You know, Avery brought up a real good point about the word church. That's not even the definition of ecclesia. Like the word church comes from a Germanic word kerk, which has to deal with a building, which is actually a building. A kerk is a building. The ecclesia is not a building. The ecclesia is a people group who operate as a family, which grows into a community, which grows into a nation of people. First Peter two, you know, you're a holy nation that starts as a family to community to many communities becoming a nation. So, again, I'm just I'm, I really want to encourage you if you're listening right now. This is not an attack on the people of God or believers or anything like that. I just want you to be willing. To, to take a yes, step. Step outside and take yeah, step outside your Tesla just for a minute and at least honestly say, Yo, there is something that is not right. Now you may say, This stuff wrong with everything. What are we gonna do? Fix everything. No, you gotta start somewhere. And if you hold dear what we say we hold dear, we have to be willing to look at these things and um, I don't know. Adrian. Analyze them and think about
1: them. Yeah, I just wanted to to come full circle on that and revisit what you had said earlier. Um, and that is basically in light of what we're saying about the structure that the church has be- become, what Avery said about, look, we could say body of Christ all day long, but the reality and the way that it's borne out right. is this structure. So in light of that... And in light of what you just said, AJ, um, earlier on disc no, disc number one <laughs> <laughs> about um, about the fact that uh, we need to, if we are siblings in Christ, actually confront people, you know, confront sin in the camp, you know, confront the reality that these are um, people who or there are people within our ranks who are voting for Donald Trump or who are ignoring the, you know, social issues in our country, ignoring what their brothers and sisters with different color are going through or having a a wicked response to these things. So on the one hand, we have these structures that you're talking about are the reality of Christianity in America now. On the other hand, you're saying that um, we need to um, to, to confront this, if we're really siblings in Christ, how does that confrontation happen within the structures that we're talking about?
0: I don't think it does. I don't think it does happen within the structures. I think, like I said, that first step is being honest enough with yourself to say, let me step outside for a minute and chopping it up with, with, with different brothers. But what if
1: some, I mean, but, but our, you know, if other people won't step outside with you, you know, just like the guy at the Southern Baptist Convention. You know, this is a convention, so he, you know, they were physically outside of those structures. But then, how was that actually recognized? So, um, you know, so so you know, how does that happen?
0: No, 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 no. I mean, even even if you got to stand alone, I mean, like that cat in the Southern Baptist Convention. Even if you have to stand alone. You know, to be willing, yo. If I have to leave this convention, I'll do it. Like I'll leave the Southern Baptist Conference or you know denomination, whatever. If it comes to that, um, I'll I'll do that. Um, but it shouldn't have to come to that. I would, you know, I would hope if there's at least one other person who's willing to to, to rock with you in in that space um, where you can begin to think critically through some of these things, and then begin to make analysis for your own personal life. We're not, one person's not going to change the entire, you know, joint. But it has to start with, you know, with one person. You know, when Jesus walked this earth, he was just one cat. Now, you might have looked and said, yo, Jesus is not going to change this entire, you know, religious structure. You got Pharisees, Sadducees. He's one cat. What can he really do? It has to start, you know, somewhere. Um, And so I think we have to be willing to step out. Analyze what we do, analyze how we operate, and then be willing to cross the chasm because we all know it's there. Like A said, no, these things are are this, this is not debatable points. the The fact of the matter is, I look at scripture, I see one way. I look up, I see a different way. Now, I can either act like I don't see it and be like, oh no, it's just all good, we live the scripture, or I can say, yo, how do we get here, and how do we not? Walk here. How do we get back to where we're supposed to be functioning? I think that is conversations and, and thoughts that we need to address and not leave to the side and hope that they go away. Hope you know, things don't just naturally just fix themselves. People put their hands to the plow and actually work to to fix them. Yeah. So I don't know. We we um, we beat that what? we beat that to death or.
2: I mean as, as <clears throat> I think uh Eva being a – it sounds like a you know a member of a of a of a church. Yeah. And uh going week week after week I would imagine and being involved if you were real to a, Christian no, to <laughs> a to a particular level. I yeah, mean yeah. you know, uh it is it you know, you have we have someone right here, you know, that's interested and willing to somehow provide or reach out to these people. Uh and Um, some kind of like solution or something like that or tools but I think it, it,
1: it needs to be said though Avery I just I just wanted to say I think it needs to be said that me getting to this point of even being able to to step outside of the Tesla because although I'm a part of a you know, quote unquote, church, I still meet with people, you know, you know, various other times of the week who aren't a part of that church. And we discuss these things. But what I'm saying is that it took 20 years to even get to this point, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that might say something to support your view about, you know, the structures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, my response would be
2: um, education, education, sharing, uh, and relationships, uh, and then just sharing info and sharing insight, going back to like what was being said, like, you know what, it might be uncomfortable. Uh, I know for me, it took me a long time for me to, you know, to, to accept certain things or, uh, uh, like, you know, um, things in which that were controversial that I didn't want to accept for myself or just say for myself. But then I had to step away. And then when I just became a confrontational about the situation, about stuff, I became a bit more freer, you know, in myself. And I like a lot of the stress, a lot of stress, a lot of the, um, the double mindedness or the, uh, the, um, the, uh, Oh man,
1: contradictions Contradiction,
2: or cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah, the cognitive dissonance that was existed. When he I, wanted to use
0: a big word, so, you
2: know. <laughs> cognitive dissonance. <laughs> when the, co- you know, when I was able to, uh, it allowed me to align my, 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 uh, my faith with how I felt. Yeah, um, and my beliefs were how you know how I actually really felt and what I actually thought. Uh, when I was given a space for that. And I was able to like follow that journey. Then along that journey, I was able to meet people that were able that were giving me more insights and and uh, being able to to give me like pieces that I was able to that helped me that helped me through very very tough and very challenging times that I wasn't getting from you know the the church ilk, you know the most go hardest, you know, you know. Uh, Christian rap, whatever the truth, love, 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 love. I wasn't getting any of that. I wasn't getting any of that. You know, um, none of that was able to help me from where I was in my life. Um, I once I stepped outside of that, uh, outside the Tesla, that's when I was able
0: to shout out to Tesla. You can sponsor us anytime.
2: <laughs> that's when I was able to receive the pieces that helped me to be able to move move along and grow in my faith. And my faith is mine, you know, and it's not anybody else's. My my faith ain't yours and your faith ain't mine. And uh, when I became, when I was able to accept that, that my faith could be configured to work for me, then I began to feel a lot freer to be able to share certain things and engage and have certain conversations uh, with you know, with, with different people.
1: can You see how some people would be afraid of even what you just said, you know, because when it comes to faith, we're told that there is an objective truth. mm. So you never want to get to the space where, Oh, well, this is my truth. And Mm. that's your truth. Mm. And God is like, um, the narrow is uh, the, 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 the the gate, the the way is narrow and the gate is straight. Well, You know? So, so my question to you is how did you know that when you stepped outside, Mm. um, of that tesla and saw what you saw that another car coming along wouldn't have swept you up in it next thing you know every wind of doctrine you're just being tossed to and fro
2: uh, my answer to that is that we already configure our Um uh, because we all have different sins right and you may struggle with something or not even you might not even struggle with it you might not even know that it's a sin or you might just do it to you know do it like a lot of us lie every day, and if you don't believe me, just just check your time sheets, right? Check your time sheet at your job. You working all them hours? You sure? You sure <laughs> you not on Facebook even for a moment? Right. Do you, you dig what I'm saying? Yep. Like I just take that. I ain't even going into the more yeah you know um more CD. dramatic things, but the the I the the we. We configure our faiths all the time. The fact that we go to church, the fact that we engage in certain practices that are not biblical, and then we just do it. But then we get on the next man for doing something else, right? Like, we configure our faiths all the time. If there's this objective truth, then we wouldn't have three sects. That's S E C T S. Right Not, not sex. Get your mind out the right? gutter. we wouldn't have Catholicism, then Protestantism, then Christian Orthodox, and then from there, we if, if it was if, if the if it was this objective faith that we're subscribing to, we wouldn't have all these denominations. If this were if it were this objective faith, right? Like, or this even if it is this objective truth. I'm not saying it's not an objective truth. What I'm just saying is, is that that's kind of beside the point the reality is is that we configure our faith all the time every day we configure our faith to allow us to be able to operate in this world and make sense of things that happen to us and that happen and so and so um when i began to uh, better understand that and it was a journey you mm-hmm. know to get there like i guess my response is to you know someone who's thinking about that is to to just kind of like the fact that you even have a cognitive dissonance a lot of times or sometimes, I mean, you know, that, like, that's something that actually exists in you. And, and maybe it should, it should be explored because that cognitive dissonance adds more stress and grief and allows you to not be able to think clearly to the point where you can be controlled. And um, you're not operating in the fullness of yourself.
1: Yeah, but you also don't want to be controlled by every wind and wave of doctrine. Somebody comes along and says one thing, says another. Next thing you know, are you in the crazy house? What's going on? And
2: that, and and so, um, and so with that, and so with that, that's where like this, that's where your faith comes in, right? Because none of us, we all know in, in part, right? None of us know everything. None of us know the full and complete truth and if somebody's coming along saying that they know the full and complete truth you should probably go the other way because that's the person that is saying that to entrap you or they're delusional because none of us do so you know I would say that uh, um Again, and that's in the scriptures, right? we know in part, we prophesy in part. But then, we you know, when we're face to face, then we'll know fully as we're known. Absolutely, yeah, we don't
0: we don't step outside that Tesla alone. You know, for, for, hey, we, Tesla, you gotta holler at me, but you you don't cross that chasm alone because if you do, if you attempt to do that, because you only know in part, right? You can be subject to being caught up in any wind of doctrine. Um, so, I think doing it, you know, in with with strong relationships, um, is the most wisest way to to make those types of moves because you are able to be challenged, you're held accountable, you have people that care about you, um, who don't want to see you sort of get off. So no, I think a lot of times when you see people, you know, go way off is because that they, they might have wanted to say, Hey, what's going on? But then if you're doing it alone and unchallenged you can end up, you know, drinking Kool Aid in South America. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to be we 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 cannot want to distance ourselves so much that we end up all the way out in the Bermuda Triangle. You know, nothing against Bermuda. Shout out to Bermuda. Um, but let's let's go ahead and and and, and pivot off of that. Um, speaking of distancing themselves, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of distancing themselves. <clears throat> um. Mr. Le- Mr. Lecrae Moore. Now, I'm not hating on Lecrae. Lecrae does this thing. I, this is just something that I found extremely interesting. I saw, you know, one of the things you, you know, understand if you, you know, study communication is we can communicate with our facial expressions. We can communicate with body language and, and the like. And so one of the things that I noticed, you know, from the recent um, BET Awards happened this week. And I didn't watch the BET Awards, um, but I saw either on Twitter or Facebook that Lecrae won BET Award. Yeah. For like gospel inspiration album or song or whatever. And so I was like, oh, yo, that's dope. Okay, shout out to Lecrae Cause I know he wins a lot of awards. So I'm just like, you know, shout out to Lecrae. So I went to um either YouTube or Facebook. Um, had the video of his acceptance, acceptance. speech, right? Mm-hmm. So they showed dude, you know, he get up out of seat. He was coming down the aisle, and you know he gave his little speech. And I swear, dude, looked like he did not want that award at all. Mm. He looked like he didn't look like he wanted any part of that gospel award.
1: Wait a second. So when his name was uh, rang out and the camera showed his face, what did you see?
0: Somebody was like, "God." Like, I mean, he lo- he looked like God. Ugh. and so he's walking down the aisle. And you could just see it. I mean, his body language is just saying, like, yo, I don't really want to come down here and accept this award. Um. And so he got up and gave his speech, you know, it was real short. He was just like, yeah, there's some real gospel artists in this category. I'm just a rapper, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but shout out to Chance and Kendrick, you know, because we all inspiring people. I'm out. Like, it was like 30 seconds. And which just gave more to the fact that I felt like he didn't really want the award. He didn't really want it. But, you know, being gracious, you know, he, you know, of course, thanked the Lord. And he was just like, yeah, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, you know, but these other gospel artists, they the real gospel artists, you know, I'm just a rapper. Um, and just the continuing of the distancing of himself from anything like related to the genre of of Christian music, I find um, funny. I find a, a little funny.
1: Or maybe he was just separating himself from the gospel genre, the choir music genre. Well, no, he was know? separating himself from,
0: because you know, in the past, he's like, I'm not even a Christian rapper. Yeah, I understand so that. So I just feel yeah, like.
1: But I understand that, but the, the, the genre that he won the award for and that he keeps on winning awards for mm-hmm. uh, is called gospel You know, it's not uh, worldview, Christian worldview music in which any genre, (laughs) hip hop, (laughs) rock, alternative can be. No, it is gospel. And so, you know, I think that even still a lot of people would be offended and have been offended by that. But I think that he's saying, I'm a rapper. Why in his mind, he might be saying, why am I getting this particular award? Why is it that when a hip hop, and I don't think that um, he would say this out loud, if he even thinks it, but I think it might creep in his mind if a general uh, hip-hop category comes up and the people who are um, within that category fall into various worldviews, mine included, why would I not win that one? Why do I, even though I keep on telling you that I'm a hip-hop artist who happens to be a Christian, you keep on pushing me into these Christian uh, categories. Why do you keep on doing that? I can understand that question coming to his mind.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I I think everybody has beat that Lecrae horse to death. You know, I, the, <laughs> the, the the only Here thing we
2: go with a with a another, with another stick, right? <laughs> aluminum baseball, bat. right? This is
0: the aluminum bat. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the only reason I bring it up is because I found it so amusing that he looked so disgusted to receive the award. That's just what I thought. I was just like, you know. It could be one thing where you try to distance yourself, and you're like, "Yo," but if you get the award, you're like, "Yo, thank you." You know, he was just kind of like, "Like, like what?" You know.
1: So, what is your interpretation of that?
0: My interpretation of it is he's gonna go as far as he needs to go to not lose those Christian dollars. Cause let's let's just keep it one hundred. I'm I'm about to keep it one hundred with with okay. whoever's listening. Even if you're a Christian rapper, let's keep it one hundred. People who don't listen to Christian music, and there's a lot of them. You know what they do? They pirate their music. They don't go out and buy albums. You know what the Christian market does? They go out and they buy albums. They go out and they go to the Christian bookstores Mm -hmm. and they go to the Christian websites and wherever, iTunes. They pay money. Lecrae's not going to lose that money. That's so true. I, I'm going to go as far as I need to go to try to make some mm. separation, but he's not going to come out and say, "Yo, I don't even mess with y'all like." He's not going to do that. Okay. You know, that's what he's not going to do because like I've said in the past, Lecrae is an artist. He's a businessman.
2: So <clears throat> to to be even more uh clearer, 3D with it, augmented reality with the game <laughs> is uh is 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 this a distributorship? Is is what it sounds like you're saying? Like Lucre built his own Silk Road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. He built a distributorship, like like Jay, right? And Rock Nation, right? And and Rock Nation Recordings and and Rock Nation uh, distributorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a distributorship is uh, a, a, a vertical relationship between product creator and consumer. And how wide and how deep those products go, uh, from the product creator or company to those consumers, is the distributorship. And you can have many points in that distributorship, or it can be as short as 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 short as A to B, right?
0: Like out the trunk of your car. <laughs> out the
2: trunk, right? Right. Like
0: like uh, like has to be like my man, yeah. Yeah,
2: but um. So with Lecrae, Lecrae and Reach Records has built a distributorship mm-hmm. throughout. The Midwest, the South, all the way to Seattle, Washington State—a distributorship that goes into these mega churches, a distributorship that goes into these Christian bookstores. Mega churches have bookstores inside of them, and um, there are certain expectations uh, of how that product is going to be. So, what you're saying, you're you you're you're hypothesizing or theorizing that. We, well, we and it's not just a hypothesis or theory, it's reality. Right. That he gained huge notoriety and Reach Records pretty much crossed over, built on the backs of the youth
1: group circuit. You're talking about from real talk to after the music stops. You're yeah. talking about from the very beginning.
2: From the very beginning and and then after and and, and then um um uh, after
1: rebel and gravity between you, you well, well, you, well you skip one you okay. skip one rehab yeah yeah rehab so
2: rehab it was like rebel rebel was like the rebel was when he took off the ground yeah and he was in the sky rehab was when he <laughs> and gravity was just like I'm, i'm basically you know Which i'm on yeah which church goes in, in between. And the, yeah, with, the Tonight Show and all that. And the yeah. Tonight Show. Gravity was Tonight Show. Right, yeah. exactly. So Gravity was, he just, you know, that was his, yeah, that was his second joint. But he he popped off between Re- 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 Rebel or Rebel and then Rehab. Rehab Because if, if you look at, the, look at it, the marketing of it, Rebel still looked like he made that joint at home. Like with the marketing and with the design of it and everything, Rehab looked like he got money outside that joint. So something happened between Rebel and Rehab. And, uh, but what you're saying is that, is that that, that distributorship of uh, mega churches, right? Um, the, 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 they buy his product. And when he drops something, goes right into them bookstores and then right into these kids' right. uh, pockets and uh, on their iPhones and iPods and all that other stuff. And uh, so you're saying that he is kind of, I guess, is in a, it's like a standstill where he wants to break out and he wants to be a little bit more freer or a lot more freer as a... He wants to explore his art side more. But um, that's what he's but, been
1: doing, and he's been criticized by those by that same base for it. But I guess you all are saying that the criticism hasn't decreased uh, significantly. Hasn't decreased his, album sales. His, yeah, the album sales.
0: People will still do lip service, you know, but it it hasn't gotten to the point where they're not buying his products. So little
1: Johnny still has the big LeCrae uh, oh, poster in his room.
0: Let me tell you well, something. Little right
1: Johnny now. ain't little anymore, right? <laughs> right. If but and, another look, Johnny if comes, if LeCrae,
0: Lecrae wanted to do a church tour right now, right now, every one of these churches will line up to let Lee Craig come in. That's cool. what I'm saying. Yeah. If he called and said, yo, I'm about to do a church circuit June or July 2017, have your churches call us. Let, let, let's not get it twisted. So that's what I mean by when it all comes down to it. So is,
2: that's why he's getting this
1: gospel award. Oh, Yeah. Right,
0: because he he'll can't. still do Creation Fest. Yeah, he'll still do these things. You know, yeah. legacy. He he'll he'll, he'll still also show go up to, to these South things.
1: By, but he'll also go to South by. And he'll, right, and exactly. Some of these other ones, yeah. But
0: he'll still do the Tonight Show and go to South by Southwest. So he's again. Th- this is if y'all are listening. This is actually not me hating. This is me saying, wow, what a dope business model. Because at the end of the day, what Lecrae is doing is business. Like, that's, I think, where the misconception is, where people got all bent out of shape, like, yo, this is supposed to be ministry. For him, it was not. Lecrae is like, I'm an artist. I own a record label, right? I have other artists on my label. I am going to do what's best for my business.
2: So, $20, 20 Bitcoin. (laughs) I got 20 Bitcoin saying that Lecrae wouldn't tour with... uh with those artists that he shouted out, Chance, Kendrick, he wouldn't. But tour. there's been Outcast. collabs.
1: But there's been collabs. I'm
2: talking tour. I'm um, talking tour. Okay. okay. Collab, that's easy. I'm talking to tour.
1: Okay.
2: Would he associate on a bill, him with Chance? Would that happen?
1: That's a good question. Would it
2: happen? And I ain't talking about a, a like a South by Southwest, where where the platform is neutral. The question is, is that because I've been to one of Lecrae's concerts? All right, I I went over to the Fillmore. Yeah, yeah.
0: Every year he goes. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I, I was mean, there last year.
2: you know, I was. I might as well have been a hundred in that room, like a hundred years old, because those was like. I mean, I call it youth group rap. It's youth rap. It's and he's trying to tear rap. away
1: from that too. He's 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 you know a lot just like a lot of Christian rappers that have adult content or <laughs> believe that they're trying to transition into that. It's like, dang, you know, this is where my bread and butter. But I'm a grown. I'm trying to transition, but can't.
0: But that's a that's yeah. a great example because so, I went to the Fillmore last year. Mm-hmm. Because I took my son. Was cause I, <laughs> I, I, that, that's what I did. I took my son up there.
2: But, but, but look, if <laughs> Chance was on there, would you have
1: taken your son?
0: Probably not. Nah, probably not.
1: But you might have popped up in there.
0: I might have popped up. <laughs> even though I don't really dig Chance either, but... Maybe for, out of curiosity, I might have gone. But it's funny, I was just, because I, I second your point. When I went in there, I, the people that were there is not who I was expecting to be there. When I went in there, it was like all these kids, I was like, Lee Cray don't even make that kind of music but anymore. But see, but
1: that, that begs the question, because we came up again from real talk. We remember Le Cray, that was over a decade ago. So the question becomes what happened to all of our contemporaries? You know, regular Gen X people like Lecrae who were listening to him a decade ago. Why didn't we see that much of them there? Or was it just that our numbers were slimmer? Well,
2: so uh, That's, t- a, that's t- a good question. T- I'm, t- I'm not sure. To answer your question, um, I would say that... Uh, um, I still listen to rap music. I got a title subscription. Did you get the J the J joint that just dropped? I mean, you don't have no choice. It's Title is right there. That's true. That's you true. Know? And I did. And uh, it's. Let me ask because I haven't yeah.
0: heard it yet. Is it better than the one he dropped with Samsung a couple of years ago?
2: Yeah. they are saying Carter? it's
1: his best yeah. in a long yeah. time Magna oh Carter y'all haven't listened I haven't I heard I it only yet, heard no. one track and that track let me tell y'all and I put this on that's why I, why I put that Facebook status up you all know one of my least favorite words in human history is that word the story of OJ yeah and so when that mm-hmm. thing popped up even though that is one of my least literally mm-hmm. I, like that mm-hmm. word distre- distresses mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. but that song mm-hmm. is a work of genius it is
2: so, so as far, I guess I don't want to uh, digress too much, yeah. right? Because now it's going to turn to a Jay-Z uh, conversation instead of Lecrae. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is a, but a, a, but is, a quick
0: point on Jay-Z, it's not Jay-Z personally. Yeah. I think that's why it's important in hip-hop and most other genres that you keep older artists around. Yeah. That th- what speaks for the culture cannot be a bunch of 21, 22-year-olds. No. Year old. You, need, like, you need older guys around who are still doing it. You and know, they who should who still is. be doing it. And you they don't should have lose a place. your passion just because
1: so, the clock. We went around the sun a few times. So,
2: so I, I, I've listened to uh, four forty four, four forty four, uh, Jay Z's album. Uh, I listened to it several times, uh, and it is incredible. Um, and I ain't trying to really hype stuff up or whatnot. It's it, it is stronger than Magna Carta, Holy okay. Grail. You
1: talking about sonically, or in terms of content or just I mean, everything? everything? Does he spit this? Like, everything. Has he elevated his his delivery?
2: Capital E, everything. The one strike that you could, you could say um, about Jay-Z, one of the strikes that you can say about him is that his, his range, he focuses on one thing, right? And that's like um, super smart, you know, Godfather type rap and it's been like that for you know a long time but with and and then like even magna Carta holy grail particularly with the content it was like a billionaire rapper kind of thing like ain't nobody trying to hear that stuff or whatever but with this he takes the mask off and he is the most vulnerable you've ever really heard him and jay-z and vulnerability don't exactly go hand (laughs) in hand you know, I mean we're talking about the God MC here, right? The the a walking monument when he called himself that before. I'm a businessman. So, right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but with four four four, I highly recommend uh, you know, it's a it's an album. It's an album that speaks to uh, a lot of what's going on. It speaks to uh, uh racism. Uh it you never would expect Jay Z to come out with this album. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't at all. So but that's
1: why I've never been a Jay fan, yeah. because of his content, you know. I, I just mm-hmm. have never been a Jay so, fan. So,
2: this is the Jay-Z. I'll say this, and then we can get to Lecrae. This is the <laughs> Jay-Z that said that, um, he said, truthfully, in on the Black album, truthfully, I wanted to rhyme like Common Sense, but I made 5 mil. I ain't been rhyming like Common, common sense. sense. This is that. This is the Jay-Z. Is that Jay-Z. And so it's like you can just skip over all them years after the Black Album and it like that, boom. Now he picked up there. And so, uh, but but with Lecrae, with Lecrae, um, as someone who quite honestly, I, I I didn't really listen to Lecrae like that. He was out, but I was more so like the Cross Movement kind of yeah. whatever. Um, but I mean East
1: Coast. Uh-huh.
2: East Coast, East Coast, you know, and that was when they were expanding and going south and all of that, and so. But I knew who Lecrae was, uh, and I did get rehab, and I loved rehab. I I, th- I liked it more than Gravity, quite honestly. Um oh, yeah. Gravity was good, but Gravity felt a little aimless. Rehab, and I'm talking about in content. Rehab, yeah. he was way more poignant with some of us. He was flowing hard on yeah. that joint. Um, but, and then the. Uh, then the producers and the, and the features and whatnot. But anyway, uh I don't necessarily check for check for Lecrae.
0: Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? And I'm a dude that actually, I've bought every Wale album. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like I don't listen to rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I bought every Wale album wow. off the strength of the fact that he's from D.C. Mm. And he has mm. more notoriety than being in D.C. I just support him. Even though I don't really play it like that, you that's how I, mean? I
0: feel about Odyssey. I buy yeah. I buy all Odyssey stuff just for that same reason. Yeah, so yeah, I, I feel you.
2: Yeah, so with Lecrae, like I don't I don't check for Lecrae. and the reason why I don't check for Lecrae, this is me, is because I feel like I mean, I I'm 36 years old. I feel real things, you know, like. Um, uh, 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 I say how I feel. I want it, like I curse every now and then. You know, uh, I am. I've been through a lot in my life, and I just don't want the mask. I don't want the. I don't need the formalities. And plus, on top of that, I'm an artist myself. Yeah. And I know what it takes. An artist, in order for great art to come about, one has to be honest with themselves. I think AJ can attest to that. One has to be honest with themselves, and I feel like. His music, it doesn't come across as honest. His music comes across as bridled. I've said this before.
1: Even wait, even after, like, so I could see it with real talk and after the music. Mm -hmm. But you're saying even after when he said, "Look, I'm I'm breaking away. I'm breaking away." There was still a
2: dishonesty in your view. I mean, I don't care what your blog posts and your tweets say. I'm just trying to hear the music. And uh, I listened to his music, and you know, you can tell when somebody is nice. And I don't know if it's just, if it's if it's like a like a, a lull and he's still trying to figure himself out or whatever, but like even the topics, let's just go back to Anomaly, you know? Um, what's that song? Uh, Liquid, Water, or whatever, like the, what is I don't, Dirty I'm, Water. Yeah,
1: I'm, 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 oh, oh, Dirty Water. Oh, yeah, Dirty Water. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's just like,
1: no disrespect.
2: I'm just saying, it's like, it didn't appeal to me. And I remember even watching a music video. I actually like the song.
1: Okay, no disrespect. Yeah, and disrespect. I like if the track was banging, but
2: go ahead. Okay. And, I mean, we'll have a matter of, yeah, of, yeah. of disagreement here, <laughs> yeah. you know? And and it, it just, I remember being in the concert, and it's like, I remember the video skits. I remember everything. It was just like some Jumbotron, bunch of graphics on the stage, and he was doing, uh, you know, w- with the video, Dirty Water shows, some, like, somebody in the laundromat, somebody yeah. drank some water, had little spots in it. I hear all the kids go, eee! Oh my gosh. It's like I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. check please, I'm out. Yeah. And I remember like he had the he was like the whole president thing, like with anomaly, like like his the imagery was like he was a president or a spokesman or something. Yeah. But I just felt like I wasn't really hearing him say, you know, much. Like all the things he'd be tweeting about rap about it. Like if people getting gunned down and whatnot, like but I that's what he, I
0: mean. But that's exactly what I that. mean about but not, not. He's not going to cross that fence. That's you understand what, I'm saying. what I'm saying.
1: Exactly. He has We're, a he yes. has a
0: place that he yes. has to stay in exactly. in order to. Continue. Welcome to America.
1: Come on, That's song. That's
0: Dude, he, he, that, 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 I but hear,
1: that's, hear you.
0: That's, 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 that's him reaching. But thank you. If, yes, exactly. If, and I'm you know, and I'm not saying he has I mean, to do he, that. But real. all I'm saying is he because he's a businessman, just similar to Jay Z. He, where I want to rap like Common Sense, but I made five million, so yes. I'm not going yes, there. Exactly. Like, Cray understands I have this very large Christian conservative base that still buys a lot of music, right? I have this other area where I want to go, right, that don't maybe don't buy music as much, but they will give me notoriety. I'll have more visibility. So I'm going to dibble and dabble as much as I can in both of these areas to maximize my profit, yeah. right? Maximize my visibility, maximize my notoriety. So he's not going to go too far in either direction. I don't think Lecrae is going to go all the way out there and just be crazy, like totally. But he's not going to come back and say, yo, I'm about to do this album about, you know, the resurrection of Jesus. He's not doing that. Right. But he's going to stay in, in this space. What he's doing, I feel like, is he's carving out a space for himself that I honestly believe other rappers are going to follow. I believe there are going to be more that are going to follow him. But he's carving out a space for himself where I can have the cosign of the conservative Christian base, right? But still be able to flow in circles with Chance and with Kendrick and with Shaka Khan and with Layla Ali like still flow in those circles. Layla Ali. Yeah, he did some with with Layla Ali. Mm -hmm. not not me, not Layla Ali. Layla Hathaway, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like, he boxing (laughs) now? Layla Hathaway, excuse me. But I'll I'll be able to flow
2: it's still safe though like no it's i don't safety. no. no, no. Yeah. I don't,
0: i'm not saying nothing's right. wrong uh-huh. with that i'm just saying that's what he's doing
2: so i'm saying i think it's something i don't think that it's something truly i i hear what you're saying with the businessman but i don't think that that's being honest with where he wants where, where he is right now in like intellectually and in his heart and that's why that's why we even having the conversation but i think what
0: he's doing ain't that deep like I, what you're doing, I think you're going deeper than what he's trying to do.
2: Well, all, then why is he disappointed that he got the that he got the uh, that he got the
0: award? Because I feel like getting that award messes with his money. I think this has nothing to do but more than dollars and cents. Lecrae is a businessman, so how he does the award that?
2: messes mess with his money? Cause because he cuts off he's, the, still, the, he's still the, still the gonna be seen the non
0: Christian group, the non Christian. Uh, <laughs> Uh, He's still going to be seen as like a gospel rapper in that smaller sphere, and he doesn't want to be seen like that. He wants to be seen at, on the same level as Chance. But you're saying Kendrick. that. But
1: you're saying that other camp doesn't pay him. You know, mainstream music pays you by all these tours. Right. Whereas the, the Christian uh, the Christian consumer still buys music. Yeah, it seems to me so like why he would be happy. Yeah. If no, he, he want to get
0: both. No, 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 no. Because. Being pigeonholed as a gospel, quote-unquote, artist, pigeonholes him if Chance or Kendrick were thinking about maybe having Lecrae as an opening act. So he comes out there, and he immediately is like, yo, I rock with Chance. I rock with Kendrick. Don't don't forget about me if you guys go on a worldwide tour. I don't want to be pigeonholed like I'm just... A gospel Gospel. artist, you see what I'm saying? So he is carving out this niche. That's why he shouts out, hey, I wanna give a shout out to all these, the true God, he says they are true gospel artists. I'm just a rapper, they let come. These are his words, not mine.
1: Well, it's going to be, you know, based on what you just said, it's going to be really, we need to watch out. I mean, we really need to, to just kind of take a look, you know, just to see what his next upcoming moves are. No, because I think his his upcoming moves, the things that he tweets about and does and things coming up in the next uh, six or so months will bear out, um, you know, how he really felt about that, about that uh, winning that award. Well,
2: I mean, I, I think he's trying to transition, honestly, AJ. I don't think that he's trying to. I think that he might be trying to hold on to that, but I don't think that it's, it's out of, like, this really genius business person. I think that he's he feels stuck.
0: Dude, he um, just signed with Columbia Records. Like, that's big money.
2: Okay, so that's kind of proving my point.
0: But you're talking about a more intellectual transition. I'm like, I don't think it's that deep. It could very well be, but, but you, I don't think it is.
2: But you just said that he's trying to he's trying to not cut off the whole reach record distributorship going to the churches, right? Right. So what I'm saying is is that I I, I mean, but you're saying like he's he when he made that statement, that's him trying to appeal to this other audience that doesn't necessarily like is outside of the church, right? For me, like. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even think he really, really even wants it. Like, I don't think he wants that that, that church audience. Like, I think that he has a cognitive dissonance of, like, the whole dancing thing. Like, he doesn't want to dance anymore. But... He is being faced with the reality. This is what I'm saying. I think that he's being faced with the reality that he's he has to dance. He has to still dance. Mm-hmm. Being, getting the Gospel Award is saying that hey hey boy still dance. <laughs> and he doesn't want to dance anymore. And his and him signing with Columbia Records is a way in which that he's trying to transition out of the air quotes dancing. You know, but if it, but if it but wasn't to your money point,
0: involved, I don't think he would have do, done that.
2: I mean. Why wouldn't why? Yeah, I mean I don't if, think anybody if, would argue that.
0: Well that's but that's my point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like
0: if he was able to make more money staying with Reach and just doing his Reach thing, he would never have went to sign the deal with Columbia. You think
1: ultimately it's about money for him, as opposed to I'm an artist, I want to express myself a certain way. But that's the I thing. Think we need to the, know what the, where the motives, the, the true motives are.
0: The motive to be successful is a much stronger force than the artistic expression. That's mm, just what I think personally, you know. Yeah. Me personally. I understand the stuff I do in business, right? The I We were talking about this a couple weeks ago, you know, I'm, I'm on my Jamaican tip. So there are things I do in business right now in terms of contracts that I do, but those things are able to support things like this. Yeah. Right? Now, if someone were to tell me, I have another opportunity for you that I know would be able to funnel more things like this, then I'm going to do that. But that is strictly, right, for financial gain and revenue stream, right? And so I think that the, the way that it's perceived a lot of times by that conservative Christian audience is, oh, he's abandoning us etc cetera, etc cetera. when in actuality no it is another revenue stream for someone who is a record label owner who's a businessman
1: i think that again over the next year or so we will be able to see whether the motive is profit margin which as you have said in the past is you know something that is fine because he's a husband and a father um, and he has responsibility so we'll be able to see based on the things that he does whether his chief motive has to do with the profit margin or artistic expression
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to pause here real quick and and not kill our profit margin and hear a (laughs) word from our sponsor. (laughs) Do you feel like you're just managing day to day? Imagine a life where you understand your purpose. You're actively pursuing your goals. You're impacting the people around you through your leadership. And you have systems in place for maximum efficiency. Well, let me introduce you to Coach Sheba. She is a leadership development coach who works with professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders, men and women like you, who are ready to stop managing day to day and start leading within the circles of influence they can impact. Clients working with her team learn the value of the process that leads to growth and development within themselves and how that impacts the way they relate to their purpose, others, and time. When your mindset shifts, and your behavior changes, this equates to a change that is sustainable. These changes professionally and personally will result in a changed life. Get in touch with Sheba today at www.coachsheba.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-H-E-E-B-A.com or she can be reached at 650-741-6545 please support our sponsors the way they support our podcast and tell them you heard about it at across the intersection. Mm, All right. Okay. Anyway. So we're back. We're back. We're back. Thank you for rocking with us. We do appreciate you rocking with Disc one and Disc two this week. We went a little extra long, but we felt like the conversation (laughs) was worth it. Yeah. Um, Again, we got a little hot and heavy. You want to hit us up and had any comments or responses, please, please, please tweet us at across this or hit us up on Facebook in the comment section. Please, please respond. Um, we're going to end with a segment i love to, you know, we add like a little bit of levity. I know we, we've gotten a little deep with the political and the religious talk and all that, but this week in the news. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, this is that This is that segment where Christians might step out of line publicly and put foot in mouth, and we just are going to put it out there and laugh about it, to be honest. (laughs) Um, This is not to uncover, but, you know, this was said publicly, so we're just really reiterating something that was said publicly. So with that being said, uh, our dear Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Um, deputy press secretary or something in the White House. I know she talks at the White House press briefings. Wait, did
1: you just say Huckabee? I need you to tell our audience who we're talking about. Daughter of
0: former presidential candidate, former pastor, preacher, whatever. Uh, Mike Huckabee. His daughter works in the White House for um, 45's administration. She works with our buddy Spicy. <laughs> if you see no those Saturday Night Live uh, skits, she works with Spicy um, in the press briefings. And so this week, um, 45 had a couple of very uh, inappropriate, you know, crass tweets about the host of a show, uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC, um, and referenced the female host in particular about her plastic surgery and how she was still bleeding. It was just kind of... Eh, just really crass and kind of classless. In
1: poor taste as is his custom.
0: There you go. In poor taste. Um, <clears throat> and so I feel bad for a Spicer and um, Sarah Huckabee uh, because they are given the responsibility to defend this in front of like 25, 30 reporters every day which can, can be an, an unenviable task um, to have to do every day. Um, but don't bring God into it. That's, that's my whole thing. Do what you're going to do. Just like, stop bringing God into it. So one of the reporters finally was just flabbergasted. and was like, Sarah, what, what do you tell your family about stuff like this? Are, is this what you're like? Because she's reading the company lines. Oh, you know, he's, he's a fighter, and he, if they push him, he'll push back. You know, the, the company line. And then finally this dude is just like, is this what you tell your family? Like, is this what you tell your kids at home Mm -hmm. when they read this kind of stuff on Twitter? You're just going to tell them? So then here's what uh, Miss Sarah proceeds to answer. Oh, but as a person of faith, I think we all have one perfect role model. And when I'm asked that question, I point to God. I point to my faith, and that's what I would tell my family and my children to look uh, to look to none of us because we're not perfect, and certainly there's only one that is. Like, what does that have to do with crass tweets by the President of the United States? I just. Yep. It, I, 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 was, I was, when I read it, I was kind of just like, not
1: again. So she condescended and retreated into the overused, nobody's perfect retort. And that is problematic. That's the problematic. Again, we just heard the sigh from AJ. Yeah, yeah just you know, it's
0: you're, you're, you're usually going to hear me just sigh in, in, in these segments only because in a private conversation, I have no problem with that comment. If I'm talking to Sarah and we off the mic and we out at the bus stop and I say, Sarah, what are you going to tell your kids? And she's like, I don't know. I might just tell my kids to look to the Lord because I don't know yeah. what to say. I'm I, like, oh, OK. All right. You know, really, what can you say? And you keep it moving. You come out front and center. You read these company lines. You beat your chest. You know, you puff your chest out, and then when you get a question that's too hard, like you said, you retreat to you know, oh well, you know, nobody's perfect. I just put my faith in. Why you didn't say it in the beginning? Yeah, you 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 read all these company lines about how he's a fighter and he pushes back and he doesn't take crap from anybody, but then when you get well, what well, what about you? Oh well, I just look to the Lord Jesus. That's all I do. <laughs> you know it's like man come on like leave god out of your petty squabbles like i think it's, there there's a, a scripture in the old testament in psalms where it says god looks at the wicked and he laughs. laughs it's like leave him out of your petty squabbles that has nothing to do with him that's you and your friends you know, arguing and going back and forth with reporters. Leave him out of that. So yeah.
1: so you're saying she should have responded in a different way. Of course, she can't go against her boss and say, look, my boss, he, you know, before 5 a.m., he, he tweets five times and he puts his foot in <laughs> mouth four of those five or he puts his foot on his, you know, however you would interpret it on uh, on the keyboard. You know, so she's not going to say that. Um, but, but she can answer in plenty of other ways without dragging God into in unholy place (laughs) and and having the rest, not just of this country, but of the world that observes every action of, of uh, Trump uh, and and not have the rest of the world looking and saying, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. So somehow God is, there's a connection to Christ. What? You know, and everybody being confused by her response. Don't drag him into it.
2: Uh, My, uh, my thought behind it is, um, well, if she can't, if she can't say that, if she can't say that he did something incorrectly, then why even be there? <laughs> because, you know, I mean, it, it, it's it's because she won't be there after that. Yeah, but see, like that's 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 the whole, you know, like that's the, that's just like that's this game of manipulation and this fear that, um, honestly, man, folks play, man, like. They play this game of fear. This goes back to Jerry Falwell, and you know, well, how come people going to speak up against us Because people are afraid that their food supply is going to get cut off, and like, you know, if <clears throat> this is the, the this is that this is like this state of the state of hysteria that we're all existing in, and and like because we think that we're crazy because we're seeing this stuff, and then nobody is speaking up against it that 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 can do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and. I I mean the Sean Spicer guy, right? <laughs> like before he took this joint, he was like he didn't want to do this. I know I know that. Um, and if it wasn't him, it was that Sarah Conway person that I watched the video specifically, right. and she was saying essentially Trump was an idiot, and here she is dancing. <laughs> Dancing. Dancing, how high do you want me to go, massa? Yeah, you so, know, send me, know, to, just the, sh- send me so to the that, uh, say,
1: sunken place, massa. Sunken place. And so that's Sarah,
2: <laughs> you know, Sarah Huckabee, a sunken place. Sanders. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it is. Uh, I don't know. That. You know, I I, <laughs> it's, it's like, I
1: truly hope she's paid in the shade, drinking a little bit of lemonade, because some people will be fine with that. You know, even if it contradicts their. Conscience. I mean, but they,
2: and, and what's funny is, is that. You know they say that they fight for something, but then, you know, when it's them that get caught with their pants down, then it's like, well, only God can judge me. Yeah, you know.
0: They quoting Tupac. They they start quoting Tupac. Yeah. Only,
2: I mean, you know. <laughs> well, you passing this legislation that's causing all this stuff to happen, and what's wrong with you? You say you were Christian, but then when, well, well, but you was, you know, sleeping with your sister. You was having incest when you were 15 and your sister, well, only, jo- only, only God, only God, you know, nobody is perfect, yeah. you know. I
0: don't know. At, at the end of the day, guys, remember, everything doesn't need to be said. And on top of that, everything definitely does not need to be said publicly. And, you know, for those of you out there listening, you know, just remember, I know you're like, well, you're on a podcast, so you're saying a whole bunch of stuff publicly. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> Not if calculate. they don't listen. Right. <laughs> All you, In the words of Kevin Durant, all you got to do is just cut it off. But <laughs> um, listen, but again, if you put foot in mouth publicly, you open yourself up to critique and no one is above reproach. So,
1: And there's nothing wrong with saying what you have to say, but to transcend the firmament and grab the hand of the creator and yank him <laughs> down here and, and wow. to, into your, you know, ridiculous, uh, you know, paradigm. That transcend def- the firmament. Like, you, have to, like you have to snatch God and yank him and bring him into uh, your your mindset. And unfortunately, there's some people who are in the public who don't know one thing for, for, from the other and they will put God into that box that you fit him in um, instead of realizing that all that craziness that you just spewed, it's all you.
0: So we thank you guys for rocking with us this week. We appreciate it again. We were a little long, so disc one and disc two um, and like I always say, it's become cool to keep God out, push him to the margins. But, you know, as long as they p- I'm up, up, above the ground and they haven't put me in the ground yet, I'm going <laughs> to keep God in the mix. Um, and that's what you're going to hear on Across the Intersection. So for Eve, my man Avery, we thank you for rocking with us this week. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Let's get started. I won't teach you. Let me set apart who is my people. The ones who set in their heart to be believers. Press on to the mark to follow Jesus. When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders. Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten. Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving. Don't follow their feelings that are being misleading yeah, they the ones that keeping it in biblical, keeping one hundred when others saying it's fictional. A relational life that is how it's scriptural. A stay in the light while cats be living typical. Integ-